Hey there, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good middle of the night, wherever you are. What are you doing? Like, are you sitting at your cubicle pretending that you're working? Are you driving in your car? You walking out in the park? I, I, I always have these curiosities. I wonder what people are doing when they're listening to this. I'm so stoked because people are listening. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm content if there were none, but praise the Lord, people are listening. That's awesome. I'm so encouraged. It propels me to be responsible and like really know that what I'm saying is what the Lord is revealing to me and and believe, I believe, man, I, to, I totally believe in faith that it's not just for me. I believe that. Boy, do I believe it. There are things just for me, just for me and my household, that are specific, that don't make it here, that I even record. But like these things, I, I'm convinced this is what the Spirit's saying to His body in this hour. I, I, know, that, I know that to the best that I know how, personally. And there's just something so freeing about that, and I'm so thankful to have any kind of an outlet to do that. I was thinking the other day about when I decided to do this, and I don't know what it is. I sure couldn't explain it uh, thoroughly, but like, there's just something within this that like, it just ignites something in me. I don't know what it is, but like, man, I can't do it enough. Like, all I want to do is share in whatever form comes, whether it's on here, whether it's sitting next to somebody at a restaurant or, or in someone's house. Wherever it is, man, I just want to talk about, I just want to say, look what the Lord has done. Like, I feel hope permeating from me. I, I, I literally feel like Paul, y'all. Unintentional rhyme right there. It's a freebie. I feel like that. I feel like the good news, which we've made much, we've made it, you know, like VBSE. The good news. Come hear the good news about Jesus, children. Yay! Come and eat a pizza and balloons. No. The good news, man. The good news is like the eternal gospel. Not even just Jesus. Yes, Yeshua, Jesus, the Christ, Messiah, the God-man, fully God, fully man. He was the culmination of the good news. But the good news, man, went all the way back. The good news is that man rebelled against God, and God shows us the pattern of him going back to man to retrieve him in any way possible that man can receive him. In response to... His what? His drawing near. His perpetual mercy. He's full of loving kindness. And like, I feel that oozing out of every pore of my body of like, do y'all know why you exist? Do you know how eternal Yahweh God is pursuing you and longs to know you? Oh my goodness. That's the good news, friend. It's not the okay news. It's not the pretty swell news. 
It's not the, well, if you like it news. It's the good news. It's, this is good. This is awesome. This is exponentially bigger than anything we can really comprehend. The eternal plan of God that, guess what, friend, has you in it. The book of all of eternity that he has written from before time to to eternity that is before us has you in it. (laughs) What a message. He knows every hair on your head. He knows every molecule of your body. He knows every thought you've ever had. Not just all your sin. Oh, God knows all your sin, brother. He knows every hidden sin. You better expose it or he's going to get you. He knows every good thing you've done. He knows every time you've asked him if he's real. He knows every time you've cried a tear. He knows every time you've wondered why in the world you exist. He knows every single thing. And he's full of compassion. He desires none should perish, right? I mean, this is the eternal Yahweh God. Yes, he's judge. Yes, he's righteous. Yes, he's perfect in every way, and there are absolute criteria to come to him. Yes and amen. But can we not inform people of the criteria? Can we not inform people of the government of God with an invitation to the good news? Because you know what? It's possible that they can get through and get in. Any man, any man through that narrow gate can get in through what? Through the good news, through the Yahweh made a way for you to get in. Oh my goodness. May this remain, may this remain, may this remain and increase and increase and increase. I don't want to work. Unless I'm out looking for somebody to talk to. Yesterday I drove around in Bristol, Tennessee, just praying, Lord, is there anybody that you would lead me to today? Is there anybody? I've been, I've been praying into this like intersection reality. The intersection reality of like, okay, Lord, I possess the seed. I possess in myself the eternal seed of Yahweh. Via faith, the faith of Abraham, through my joining with the death of the eternal Yeshua Messiah, I'm in him, I'm in the kingdom, I'm an ambassador now, I'm an ambassador of the kingdom. It is my mandate to say, hey, I am a representative of the government of God. And in humility, I want to invite you into this kingdom reality via the one-way pattern, the one door, the one way, the one truth, the one life, the living water way. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's not a responsibility. It's not drudgery. Man, I was reading more in Malachi. I read the rest of Malachi, which of course does not take long, and I was reading it uh, yesterday. Man, I'm just like, boom, it's just like all over me what was, what was being prophesied by the Lord, like what he was saying. And one of the things that, man, I wish I could look at it. Um, as usual, I'm driving. I don't even have my Bible in my car. Um, he's just talking about the, the, the word of the Lord is coming, of course, through the prophet. 
this mysterious prophet that nobody even really knows. Well, who was this guy? Um, Malachi. And it basically, in paraphrase, and I hate even doing this like this, but God basically says that, like, you've made your sacrifices to me a drudgery. You basically say, oh, good gosh, God, are you serious again? You want even more of me? Okay. Here. And you know what he was on to them about? Was the condition of their sacrifice. And man, I wasn't even going to go here. The condition of their sacrifice. He says, you're bringing me blind animals. You're bringing me lame calves. You're bringing me blind sheep. You're bringing me garbage. What are you doing? This is detestable in my sight. You are corrupting the altar. And God says, get it out of here. This is embarrassing. Get out of here with that garbage. And y'all, I was just like arrested by that in the sense of like, we've got to be careful we're not doing that because this is my translation of that and where it landed in me. And I believe a message perhaps for right now. Okay, so now we live in the living sacrifice reality. We live in the age post-Messiah, post-rent veil. We were told clearly, I no longer desire the blood of bulls, rams, like all those things, of course. The foreshadowing law, the, the ways to approach God, the means to be received by Him, deemed, accept, deemed acceptable in His sight, those ways are gone. Obviously, that's clear. The, the perfect lamb came. He was slain once and for all, for all of mankind. Boom, bam. Shift in the age. It's awesome. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. The revelation of the eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch, is reading about it in the foreshadowing Isaiah prophecy. It had come to pass. He received it. What'd he do? Hey, have you heard about that? He jumped in the water. What's keeping me? Nothing. Nothing. The age has changed, brother. You want to get in that water? Amen. Get in there. Get in there and just get on in. (laughs) Well, that goes out to us today. As I've been saying, I know. And so in that shifting of the age... We are now in the place where we can be the people of God, no longer doing the external sacrifices, but now it's an internal reality. We are what? We are living sacrifices. We are continually, by the surrendering of our will, laying ourselves upon the altar before the Lord as a willing bondservant, a willing sacrifice ongoing, perpetual for the rest of our days. And so as we do that, according to the pattern that we're told in Scripture, we can be deemed acceptable if we go through the door, the way, the gate, If we stay within 
the trail, if you will, of the forerunner Messiah. Yeshua has told us he has gone before us. He has made a way for us. He's carved out a path for us to walk. It's been given. Like when you go out to the AT or you go out to any trail for that matter that's well worn, that is trod by people with any kind of regularity, you just follow it. You follow that trail. It's distinct. And that's the beauty of following the Messiah is he has made a way. He has gone before us. The firstborn, the pioneer of all things godly for the age we live in, holiness, righteousness, self-denial, perfect obedience to the Father. He has gone that way to perfection. He carved it out in perfection. There's no wandering here or there, left or right, or around a rock that's unnecessary. No way. He made a way. And so what that scripture is talking about in Malachi means to me, what areas in my life, what areas in your life are you bringing Yahweh a lame sacrifice? Not your best. Not the best animal in your stalls. But you're bringing him a crippled lamb. Okay, so what is that? I would like to say what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to me in it. It's anything other than the pure spotless lamb. Yeshua Messiah. Okay, now for me, and this might be a stretch for anybody else, but that's fine. For me, that smacks right up against my vow in the baptismal waters in my immersion. As I clearly said in that three-part series about it's too small, To me, my understanding of this scripture is applicable to that as well, saying anything that is in my own doctrine, efforts, best ambitions, the best that I can do in myself, powered by myself, in my own understanding, is a crippled lamb. It's a blind calf because it's sourced in me. It's sourced in what I believe. It's sourced in what I think on. It's sourced in my own understanding. And it's not a spiritually sourced matter alone. It's not sourced in the slain lamb. And how does he function? Through the spirit. Through the spirit. The spirit. <laughs> oh man, I don't, do we even crack this open? Being led by the Spirit is the means to constantly be found as a proper, acceptable living sacrifice. That is our only hope. It's our only chance of being deemed right and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of the perfect, holy Yahweh God. And it's not my own. And that's why it's not my works. What is it? It's by faith. It's by faith, by faith. Giving myself to what? To the perfect vow of the Messiah. His whole life was his vow which has become mine. I have joined myself via the death into, by, 
joining with Yeshua Messiah. He holds it all together, friends. He is what? He's the great high priest. He's the mediator. He's standing there. Let's imagine the let's imagine if you can the 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 temple, tabernacle, whatever visual works best for you, the holy of holies. Okay? You're regenerated. You're born of the water. You're born of the spirit. You're in the kingdom. So you boldly go in. Not on your own behalf. You're covered in the blood. You're dripping in the slain lamb blood of the Messiah. You're covered. And you go in. And you go into that holy place and you see the hilasterion of God, the mercy seat. You see you see God himself, let's even say. But what's in between you? The slain lamb. The Oh man, the vow, the vow, the vow, the covenantal vow is between you and eternal Yahweh. Otherwise, you can't even look at him. We would be burned up. Instantly, <laughs> we would be incinerated, and rightly so. But we see him through the Messiah. And, and Yeshua, Messiah, high priest, mediator, sympathizer, says, come unto me. Come unto me. I am the door. I'm the door. There's one way to the Father. There's one way. There's one way. There's one way. Brother, it's not yours. It's not yours, Joel. It's not through your lame sacrifice. It's not through your doctrine, Joel. It's not through your belief system, Joel. It's all too small. It's all too limiting, and it's all too sourced in your own understanding. It must be by the Spirit who has led you here to this place. And now it's got to be through me. Because look at me, Joel. And if we can imagine Yeshua Messiah in bodily form, or however you want to imagine it, I could go down ten different directions, he becomes the door. He is the door. And he opens himself up as he did on that cross for all of mankind who would enter through him. We go in. We go in. We go into the most holy place. God, Yahweh eternal himself, y'all. Not his attributes. Not his sanctuary. Not just his dwelling place alone, but we go to him. We go to him. Now, he's not a person, not the person of Yahweh God and the person of Jesus. No. It's, for me, that thinking does not work. There's, they're not persons. It's not God in three persons. God is spirit. He is not a man. Okay? I just, I personally don't, I can't do that. I can't do the person business. It's too limiting to me in my own understanding and the way I see it. It's too restrictive. And so we go to him. How? Through just doing our best? No. Through fasting and praying more? Nope. Through uh, ceremonial cleansing? Nope. 
we could go on and on, right? You get the point, don't you? Through the slain lamb, the perfect sacrifice. Because I'm telling you, friends, every other thing that you and I can bring in our best efforts, in our tears, in our laboring before the Lord to do what's right. Oh, God, help me make a decision that's right. I just want to do what's right. I need to be perfect. I need to be perfect. I need to do this right. Mm -mm. See, that's what I reckoned with before we were immersed. I gave up. Why? Because the Spirit, the Spirit of God called me out and said, raise your standard, Joel. Raise your standard. Let all of your laboring go. You're laboring to be right, and I said this in a previous message. You're, you're, thank you for laboring, Joel. It's, it's added things to your life. You have established your understanding. You have expanded your belief and your faith, and it's all been a part to get me to where I got pre-immersion. But I was challenged with the fact of like all those things I added is this not the pattern of God, y'all? Is this not Abraham and Isaac? Is this not all the things we could name? Gifts of the Lord himself. And then he says, hey, bring those to the altar. Bring them to the altar. Bring them to the altar. They need sacrifice back to me. Because now it's time for the Spirit to bring you into something that's not your own understanding. But if you lean on it, you're going to stay right out there. Why? It's a blind lamb. It's a crippled calf. If it's not absolutely sourced in the leading of the Spirit, at present moment, understanding, revelation, unction, the Spirit must win out. The word of the Messiah coming to us must drive every other thing that's, that's flawed, sourced in us now, in any way, in any way. If the Lord asks for all from us, if he asks us to be emptied out, we have no other choice. Or else we're, we're holding on to crippled, insufficient sacrifices. And I'm not doing it. I'm just not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go I'm not going to go that far and go through all of that unto going into the most holy place and then realize I can't go in here with a crippled lamb. I did all of these things only to be deemed unworthy to go the rest of the way, all of the way. So it's all in the slain lamb. It's all within the perfect sacrifice, friends. There's no flaw in him. Man, that Magdal Egdar business about why Jesus Messiah was born in Bethlehem, the, the sacrificial spotless lambs, oh man, mind-blowing, right? Unbelievable. From beginning to end, he was the perfect lamb. And y'all, we've got to be found in him. He is. He is the perfect sacrifice that has become my own. He's my way in. 
He's my only way into the most holy place. Everything else that I can bring, every single other thing that I can bring in my best efforts is lame. It's insufficient. And I can't get in. And rightly so. Because he is holy. So friends, be found with your absolute complete identity being in the perfect sacrifice that is Yeshua Messiah. He alone is the door. So let's walk through it. But let's walk through it together. And the only way we can do it is what? In the Son. In Him. Hidden, hidden, hidden with Him. Amen.